Welcome to another edition of Pod Jerky. On today's episode, we have a very special guest. And for those of you that listen to our show, I've been trying to get him on ever since we had Adam Bush on the show. So please welcome the star of the TBS sitcom, Men at Work, co-star of the Netflix series, Good Girls, co-star of Las Vegas, co-star of Rebel and Uncle Buck, really just way too many to name, James Lejeur. Come on. Get that right? Armin, appreciate you, man. Thank you. What a run up. So how are you doing today? Feel good. I'm solid. Sun is shining where I am. Thankful for that. I'm feeling healthy. How about you? Yeah, we're uh, you're out in, in uh, on the West Coast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah. I'm residing in Los Angeles right now. Yeah, so I'm I'm out in Canada. So we got a little bit uh, of cold weather right now. <laughs> That's yeah. what you guys do over there. Yeah, we do that. Uh, I mean, you know what? Our summers are really, really warm here. I mean, we hit uh, Celsius. We're hitting 30, 32, uh, which is you know around 95 around there so yeah, our real- summers are really really nice nice yeah are you born and raised there i am yes i respect you enjoy it yeah oh it's awesome here i love it here yeah yeah i, I I'm, is- I'm getting too old for the winters uh the cold bothers <laughs> me a little bit but you know uh the summers i really enjoy the spring is nice fall's nice so yeah, Dig it, really. yeah. what uh, uh does that mean you're a, a hockey player because you're from toronto what does that mean I, I, i'm not a hockey player i'm a hockey fan Okay, uh, but I'm not a hockey player. Uh, I'm actually a baseball player. Like I was a baseball player. I'm a little too old for that now. But um, yeah, I played baseball in my uh, youth. Respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoy that sport as well. Yeah, but it was so much cold out there. How are you all able to play baseball? So the baseball season runs from April till October, and then okay. the cold weather starts to kick in around now. So like now, I think today here it was. 52 54 degrees here so it wasn't terrible uh but you know it's gonna start getting into the like negatives in the weather yeah 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 yeah. 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 y'all are tougher than me man that's tough 52 that's let's go inside and put on a, a big jacket yeah yeah we we put on our, our our mitts and our hat and uh we just go about it right <laughs> there it is <laughs> yeah 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 All right. So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Like I said in uh, the introduction, uh, I've had Adam Bush on the show uh, three or four times now. Uh, Fantastic guest. And I I bugged him a lot. I was like, please get James. Like, do you still talk to James? And he was like, I do. Uh, I'm going to try and get him on. He's like, he's not really into the whole uh, social media thing. So it's harder to get a hold of him. Uh, so he finally gave me your email address to get you on. I was so excited. I was like, that's great uh, that you finally got uh, in contact and we're coming on the show. Tom, I'm flattered that you would even want my company, man. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah. to your point, uh, I, I do think Adam is a, uh, like a good company as well. I was just um, fortunate to be spending time with him last week. We had lunch uh, and a good catch up last week. And we actually, uh, maybe a week before that, we had a, a lunch and a catch up with uh, Michael Cassidy, who worked on Minute, Minute Work with us as well. So uh, those guys are still dear to me. Yeah. Like I gotta tell you, like we watched all three seasons of Men at Work. I wish that 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 show continued. I mean, it was 
one of our favorite shows. It was an awesome show that was on TV. It's just too bad that it got canceled, I guess, after the th- third season. Uh, yeah. We had a really good time watching that show. It was really funny. That warms my heart, man. That uh, that pleases me because uh, it was a you know, special experience for me. And um, yeah, I'm glad we got to do it. And I and and like you, I wanted us to continue. But uh, yeah, other people had different things in mind. Yeah. But now you're working on different projects. And d- did you find that over the past couple of years that COVID has affected that in a major way? I've been very fortunate that I've been able to work through COVID. Uh, we got to do Rebel. Uh, we got to do 10 episodes of Rebel uh, uh, during that. And um, I was just blessed to be on another project for HBO here. I had a little small part on it. Uh, so I worked a couple of months on that as well. So, um, you know, people are adjusting and um, I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful that I've been able to work through, through this challenging time. Yeah, definitely. For sure. And so you debuted, I guess, in 1995, right? It was on a uh, OJ Simpson story as a police officer. Um, what got you into the acting? What got you the acting bug? Yo, Tom Harmon, how'd you find that out, man? What, I mean, what, what, who's talking? Uh, I, I do my research. <laughs> yo, that's good. You're good. You're good. Um, you know what? I, I I went right after high school. I went to um, the Air Force Academy Preparatory School um, just because I had really no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And so, uh, 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 you know, the family was strapped to pay for college at that time. But uh, the Air Force Academy afforded us the opportunity to study and to get paid for studying. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I'll check that out and see what that was like. And um, so I went there and gave it a shot and I liked it very little. And so I left uh, the military and I thought, well, what do I want to do with my life? And, uh, you know, those quiet nights, you know, of introspection, it came out that I wanted to uh, entertain and, and, and act. And so from the time I left there, I've been pursuing it ever since. Yeah and, yeah. and you've actually got into like some like really major shows. I mean, you were on Uncle Buck, which is unfortunate because I actually didn't even know about Uncle Buck because I guess the advertising here in Canada wouldn't be the same as it is in the U.S. Uh, so I didn't even actually know that that show had been on television. Um, yeah, that's so hurtful that, here. That's hurtful yeah. here. We want to entertain you all over there, too. Come on now. Right. Somebody's got to step up what yeah. they're doing come on yeah and, and you know it, it some of the channels that we get here i mean we still have some of the american channels here as well um it's not that much different but i think it's more of the advertising so i think when the the advertising comes on during those shows like during different shows we get canadian commercials instead of the american commercials so we don't see the american advertising we see the canadian advertising gotcha. uh, so i think yeah. that's why we miss out on a lot of this stuff and it was the same for men at work i never knew about that until i saw it online um to oh, actually wow. see that show so we never saw that advertising and then after we had watched the show then we started to see advertising on television and yeah. it was like okay now now we're starting to see it so maybe it just started to get a bigger run and then um the advertising started to kick in a little bit so yes. uh, i think that's the problem here between here and, and the u.s right like even during the super bowl we don't get the american commercials we get canadian commercials for the most part so we don't yeah, get to see a lot of that stuff so understood i mean I, yeah that, that's frustrating that this that disconnect because uh I know, you know, I do things. I want to ent- entertain as many people as possible. So I want to get it out to as many people as possible. So, you know, we'll figure yeah. that out. Definitely. Somehow. Yeah. And and one of the next favorite shows that we actually got into uh, was Good Girls. Uh, and you had an opportunity to be on that show. Uh, we watched that whole entire series. Uh, it, it was an excellent, excellent show. Uh, how did what, what did you think about uh, being on that show? Yeah, it was a blast. Uh, 
and uh, initially, like, um, I think my part was relatively small, but they were kind enough to expand it for me. And it, they really made it um, like, you know, familial. And when I when I went there, I felt like we were all part of this ensemble and the cast was so talented, um, really good to work with. And um, yeah, that was that was that was a joyful experience. And I, you know, I, I love the reaction I get uh, from it because people uh, tend to uh, hate the character I played on it. And uh, I don't know, that gives me some pleasure. Yeah. And for those who haven't watched it, you you played FBI agent Turner. Uh, yeah. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't watched it, but uh, you have a run in with the girls. You have a run in with Rio. Uh, yeah. It was just uh, it was really cool on TV. And it was funny with the first time I saw you on TV. My first reaction, I was sitting with my wife. Uh, we were watching it. And I was like, Gibbs. I was like, there's Gibbs. <laughs> and I was like, that's awesome. I was like, he's in the show. So uh, we were we were really uh, happy with that. So it was really, really cool to see. Oh, it's nice to hear. Thank yeah. you. For that, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah, so. So, OK, go ahead. Nah, I just, I mean, you just, you just really reminded me of Man at Work. I really did think that was a special thing we had there. Like, us four guys were, you know, really tight and just really enjoyed, you know, doing the whole thing. And, uh, you know, give shout out to uh, Breck and Meyer and the late, great Jamie Tarsus, who uh, was going on to better places uh, for, you know, putting that together. And um, I don't know, we're happy to do that, man. Yeah. So I so while we're on that topic, I guess of men at work. Um, do you have any favorite episodes from that show that you enjoyed the most? Oh wow! Um, no, I wouldn't say favorite episode. I remember we we did one episode though, uh, where uh, I think it was early on too. We were like it was Danny Masterson character of mine, and we were trying to negotiate a Bermuda Triangle with the goddess. Um, and uh, I thought that was especially funny. And I wanted us to do it in front of a live audience, but we didn't. For, for whatever reason, it was um, a scheduling issue. We had to do, tape it beforehand. And I was really sort of disappointed because I thought a live audience's response to what we were doing could have been, you know, added fuel to what we were doing. So I remember that being an experience. Was that the one with Stacey Keebler? I think. Yeah, yes. I think so. Yeah, that oh, was one of my favorite episodes, too. And then oh, good to hear. Uh, one of the ones uh, where you slept with Tyler's maid uh, and you say, <laughs> you know, I oh, I wasn't supposed to. And one of the one of the really good ones was the uh, when you had the dog and you said, you know, oh, I don't my. like dogs. And then you named the, the, the dog Gib. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. So I <laughs> said so we had a really good laugh at that. That was a really, really good episode. So oh, good. It's good yeah, to hear. Yeah. And yeah. uh, you still keep in touch with all of these people, um, like all of the cast members. Uh, I know yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I was just, Adam uh, Bush. Yeah. just uh, texting with Danny uh, a week ago as well. And, and I was, you know, uh, fortunate enough to uh, spend, you know, person to person time with Michael and, um, and Adam. And so um, they are they're very dear to me, all of them still. Yeah, Adam. Adam is uh, really, really good. Uh, we actually did a uh, virtual podcast convention. And he actually came on live with us and did a, did a show with us live. And then he became um, part of a game show that we were running on the convention as well. And oh, wow. uh, yeah, so and then I run two two different shows. So I run this show and I run the Northern Touch show as well with a hip hop artist here. And he was nice enough to come on to uh, the Northern Touch show as well. And he actually played a live song, uh, one of his uh, one of his original songs. So it was really cool to have him on. Yeah, this dude's got so much talent. I, I, I enjoy him personally, but his talent is something I respect and enjoy as well. Like he's a musician and great actor. So uh, that's cool to hear. You're working hard over there, dude. Yeah, You're doing a yeah. lot. Well, it, it's it's interesting because when I started this, um, like a lot of people started the podcasting because of COVID and uh, got into the the whole thing just because they were in lockdown. 
And I started mm-hmm. a couple of months before COVID actually hit and locked us down and stuff. And I was just, you know, interested in saying like, hey, let's just go on. Let's just talk a bunch of nonsense and see what happens and, and let's just roll with it. And then I ended up getting uh, Ken Shamrock on the show. I don't know if you know Ken Shamrock from the UFC. Um, he, he was uh, one of the pioneers of the UFC. So I ended up getting him on. I'm not afraid of him. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So he was uh, he was on uh, he was in the WWE as well. So I got him on the show and I was like, wow, I'm like, I'm, I'm getting somewhere with this. So I was like, it was really yeah. cool to do. And yeah. then I reached out to Adam and Adam responded. And then I had Matthew Moy from two broke girls, uh, the diner right. owner, he came on right. the show as well. Um, so we still keep in touch with him as well. Um, and I was just like, this is, this is cool. I was like, I get to talk to people that I'm actually watching on television uh, yeah. and I enjoy doing that. So it's pretty cool. Well, I mean, please put me in your Rolodex over there, do your, your, you know, your podcast Rolodex, you know. Yeah, definitely. And if you're feeling the thought or inspiration, feel free to reach out. Man. We'll yeah, definitely. For sure. I mean, because uh, I, I was I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, you know, it would be cool to have Adam and James on at the same time do like a, a show together uh, see if we can get that lined up. I have no desire to share any of that time with Adam. Uh, <laughs> that is going, it could be an issue. No, I would love that thing. That yeah. would be perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is, I mean, cool. like, you know, it's funny you talk about favorite moments on that show. Uh, there was, I don't know if you remember the episode where uh, it was revealed that uh, Adam's character was very well endowed. Yeah. You remember that? So, yeah. And you know, we all wanted to see it because we just had to know what the deal was. Yeah. Just the rehearsals leading up to that thing. I'm uh, Thomas. I'm literally crying, man, because Adam was playing it so straight and so perfectly to me. Like that whole week of rehearsal was just a joy to play. Yeah, yeah. But, see, mean, we don't get to see that, right? I know, I know. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I mean, I guess that's just for us, and that's fine. But I mean, it, it's part of what makes it, you know, an experience like that so special to me. When you can laugh at work, like genuinely laugh at work. Of course, that's yeah. a that's a that's an additional blessing. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I and I always ask everyone that comes on, like, do you have stories from behind the scenes that you want to share that that people wouldn't know that are watching the show? They're like, you know, you get you get into these characters and you don't know what's going on behind the scenes because we're not there. Um, yeah. Like you said, like live shows, they would actually see some of this stuff, right? Yeah. But on a tape show, you're not getting to see any of that. I mean, you work with a live studio audience as well, right? Yeah, we did, we did. Yeah. So we we got we got a lot of that. Uh, you know, immediate feedback, which was great. But some things, uh, some things yeah, were pre-taped. But this one, it was just a whole week of rehearsal. Like the way this dude uh, carried carried out the storyline was just special to me. Yeah, definitely. And now going into Good Girls a little bit, did you actually watch the series till the end? I didn't. I bailed. Oh. I bailed. I'm, a, I'm a raging narcissist. So uh, <laughs> it, I, I gave it a few episodes after I left. And then uh I took off, but I, you know, I, I really, I enjoyed the show. Like I, I was really thankful and proud to be a part of it because I think it was great entertainment. Uh, yeah. yeah. And the way it run from the exec producer on down, like she, uh, she set a tone for the show and everybody was on board. Like it was, it was really, I was really happy to be a part of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think in the last season, uh, it felt a little bit rushed just, and I, and I think that had a little bit to do with the whole COVID situation uh, right. with the filming and stuff. It felt just a little yeah. bit rushed. Uh, but other than that, we thought the series was phenomenal. It was, it was really, really cool to watch. Tell me there was a bit of a drop off when Turner was, you know, after Turner's. Of course. There was a little bit. Come, come, come yeah, of course. There was. A little bit. Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Once Turner was done, we were like, oh, that's it. We're done. We can't watch this anymore. <laughs> 
I was like, they killed Gibbs. They killed Gibbs. We couldn't even call you Tur- Turner because we were so used to the, the the name Gibbs from Men at Work. And we were like, they killed Gibbs. What are they doing? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, but you got to you got to work with a, a lot of big name uh, people. I mean, Christina Hendricks was on that show. Yeah. Uh, Reno Wilson was on that show as well. I've actually had contact with him. I'm trying to get him on the show. Um, but I've okay. had contact with him where he's actually sent us a video for like a kind of a Christmas wish and stuff like that. Oh, great. Um, so I want to get I mean, him on the show. He, he's he's a gem of a human being. Like uh, his humanity may exceed his talent. And his, the talent is immense, but he's a gem of a human being. And the goddess Christina Hendricks and, you know, Rada and is, is Whitman, uh, May Whitman. I mean, they're, I mean, and then Montana, my Manny, like really good ensemble and, they brought in great people as well. And I'm a big fan of all, all of their stuff, really. Yeah. Now, so when you're working with these people, because you've you've actually been in Crimson Tide, you got to work, I guess, alongside um, Denzel Washington. Like, mm-hmm. Do you get to actually meet these people on set? Um, or is this kind of like you film scenes where you're not uh, close to them, you know, get to meet them? Uh, how does that go? No, uh, with with uh, Denzel, you know, I try to give him a few notes because I saw he was doing something. I'm like, I try to pull him to the side and then security came over. I don't know what that was about. And uh, asked me to leave set Uh, uh No, uh, w- with that situation, I never really got to sort of like had any personal connection. So it was just a little bit, a little bit of stuff on set. Uh, sometimes um, I'm able to sort of get a, a sort of like a personal rapport going. Like I was blessed during shooting rebel uh, that I, you know, I'm a big fan of um, Andy Garcia and we actually got to spend some like personal time together, you know, offset and sort of like chop it up and talk about life and talk about acting and this and that. And so that kind of stuff really sort of, you know, sits well with me, man. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for this, this life that I'm having. Yeah. And you, you got to work also with, I guess, Matthew Perry on the uh, Mr. Sunshine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I've, I've, I've been fortunate to work with him twice because we met initially, we did a, a show um, called studio, I forget what live studio, something it was an Aaron Sorkin show years ago, which was, you know, great to be a part of. And then, so we had a little interaction then, and then uh, Matthew and uh, King Tommy Shlami brought me on for uh, the, um, the sunshine show. So that was, that was nice to be a part of too. Kid works hard. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So we out, we, we also see, what's that? Uh, yes. I, yeah. He's Canadian. Is, yes. Is he Toronto? Uh, I don't I don't know if he's Toronto. I don't think he's Toronto. He might be West Coast. I could be wrong. He might be on the West Coast of Canada, maybe Vancouver, somewhere around there. Um, but I'm not. I know sure. it's a big country, but there's only like 2,200 of you Canadians, right? No, there's, there's very no. small population. We have many... we have 37 million people here. Oh shit! Yeah. There's so much fake news going on right now. John <laughs> I saw something on CNN. I'm telling you that said it was only 3,200 people. In all of Canada. So you're saying that's wrong. That, that is totally wrong. We have 37 million people in Canada. So we're a tenth of the population of the U.S., but our land mass is actually bigger than the U.S. Is. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Maybe that's what I, I, I heard the report wrong. Okay. Yeah. I know it's, it's a lot of land over there. Yeah. Oh, definitely. We have tons of land here. Yeah. 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 So you you were actually an amateur boxer in England when you were in uh, school there, right? Yeah. For like yeah half a semester. Yeah. Half a semester. I, I I was I was scheduled to do two fights. I did one, got the decision, and then on the second fight, my opponent must have heard about what happened in the first fight and ducked me. Didn't even show up to the second fight. 
Uh, between you and I, though, and whoever's listening, I was super happy about that because uh, I'm really I'm really a peaceful human being. And so I have no really sort of uh, animosity towards folks. Uh, but I do love the sport of boxing, like the physical aspect of it, I think it's a beautiful sport. But uh, I, I really the the you know, the aggression that can come with it sometimes is is a turnoff to me. Yeah. So I'm glad I just had one fight. and I got out of there. Yeah. But but you are a huge sports fan. Uh, I have read that you are a huge sports fan. Uh, what's your favorite sport? Probably say basketball, basketball. Then uh, I would go with uh, American football and then probably tennis. Yeah. Love to watch do, do you have a favorite team? I, I do. Uh, you know, I jump around like House of Pain uh, right now. This season, I'm uh, I'm going to root for uh, the Warriors because I, I do like their brand of basketball. It's like super team oriented. And I like that. Uh, and football, I'm rooting for the Steelers, and they are frustrating because they just lost to the. They just tied with the Detroit Lions. Are you watching the the league oh, at yeah. all? Oh yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't know if you can see it, but uh, Indianapolis. Oh, represent. Colts. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got you. Okay. So I'm a Colts fan for the NFL, but NBA, of course, our Toronto Raptors, uh, 2019 okay. NBA champions. Uh, we got to see them win a championship. <laughs> oh, I had forgotten that. I had but, forgotten that. But it was all because of uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard, who also went to LA after that the championship. Yes. Uh, he was a big reason that we won that championship. So, uh, how about you? What are your favorite sports? What do you? What do you? I, I'm a big baseball fan. Uh, I coach Ooh. baseball with. Uh, I work in uh, the actual school system, so I coach high school baseball. Um, I'm working with uh, the Blue Jays Care Foundation right now that we get to do uh, a baseball. Uh, it's kind of a program for special needs kids and a program yeah. called Girls at Bat. So it's going to be able to provide baseball training for girls because they don't really get the opportunity in schools to have that kind of sport. So yeah, uh, I'm working with that right now. Yo, you're doing huge stuff with your life. And that's amazing, King. Yeah, Continue success so. and satisfaction with that. That's huge. Yeah. That's so, so dope, man. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. I just actually did our training yesterday, which was uh, really really cool. And uh, then we're gonna be putting into effect after the Christmas break ends for us, and we go back to to, to school again uh, in January. That we're gonna have the special needs kids start their program. So it's it's what a lot of fun. What did the training entail? What do you mean? You said you just did it. So we we had a, um, a virtual training a session with okay. the Blue Jays Care Foundation, and they just walked us through. Uh, inclusivity and connecting people together and uh, basically some drills that we could run with these students and and a bunch of that stuff. So I'm a baseball fan. I played baseball for 14 years and I coach it as well. So I don't need the basic skill. I didn't need to learn any of that from them. But at the, mm -hmm. the stuff that they did on the side with the inclusivity and all that stuff was really, really cool to see. Yeah. Nice, man. Dope. Yeah. And the, uh, forgive my ignorance. The Toronto Blue Jays are still there, right? Oh, they are. Yes, they were. They're okay. a very good team. They're a young team, but they're very, very good. Uh, they missed the playoffs by one game this year, which was really frustrating for us. Yeah. Uh, but uh, looking forward to the future and what they're going to be doing. <laughs> you, man. Nice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. What or, do you have any upcoming projects that you want to share with us? But speaking of sports, stuff, like I was saying, like I was uh, um, fortunate to be a part of this um, HBO. I think it's either for HBO straight or HBO Max. It has something to do with the uh, the Lakers in the 80s. Um, I, I don't know if it even has a title yet. Um, so I think that might be coming out in the spring sometime. So you you all can look for that. Any anything if you see some advertisements about, you know, Lakers 80s and uh, I get a small, small part of that. But it's a. Uh, it's a it's a it's a loaded cast, and uh, I think it'll be entertaining to folks, especially who like 
basketball. Yeah. yeah so well, you, you you play in an entertainment league, right? And you've won the MVP. I did. In that league. I did for years. Yeah. And I, I won it twice, Thomas. I thought you said you were great with the research. I won it twice. Dude. Yes, I you did. You it's, did. It's, I, I, I even have it written down. <laughs> I need all the flowers I can get there. Yeah. I need all the flowers. I'm mean, so empty. So I, I was actually reading about uh, your, you were a recipient of a Celebrity Honorary and Distinguished Sports Award from the Sickle Cell Disease Foundation. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that and why the Sickle Cell uh, Disease Foundation, like, is that important to you? It is important because I have a, uh, I call people that are close to me that have been for many years in my life, call them a chosen family. And so I call them Chamley. And I have a, a chosen brother, I call him a Chobro, who's been afflicted with uh, sickle cell his whole life. Uh, he and his brother were uh, born with the gene and uh, we lost his brother a few years ago with sickle cell complications. But he, I'm, I'm happy, uh, uh, my, my, my other Chobro, Dave, is still here with us. And, you know, this is a battle that I've seen him deal with, you know, as long as I've known him, we met in college and um, this, this is a disease that's uh, it's, it, it's debilitating. And I've asked him to describe what it's like to me. And, and from what he's described to me, he said, it's like having like shards of uh, uh, glass in your veins, all over your body. Like uh, he's six, four, you know, like, you know, substantial human being, but there are times where it, it knocks him down so hard. Like he, he, he's immobile. He, he can't move. And, um, and there's no real uh, cure for it yet or any of that stuff. So, I, you know, I definitely want us to figure out a way to, um, you know, to make people more comfortable. And, and if we can figure out a way to just overcome this, uh, this affliction, uh, he, um, uh, he, yeah. So that's, that's why it's important to me. And, 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 and in particular, it, I think it uh, hits brown skinned people, uh, uh, you know, in, in, a, in a higher rate, maybe than other cultures. And so, you know, that's also another reason why, you know, I want us to, you know, figure that out. I feel like, you know, we got a lot of people on this planet. There's apparently 34 million people in Canada alone. So there, there's got to be enough folks to figure this thing out and, and overcome it. And, and, you know, I, I always think about that with anything that's going on in, in the world, any kind of disease or sickness or whatever it is. There's so many brains on this planet. Why have we not figured out how to do like how to cure any of this stuff yet yeah you tell me ask and tell me i want to know come on yeah. i want to do my part to help but uh you know I'm, I'm, my intelligence is limited and this and that so uh you know, like, know what I, do to help. I, I i i had this conversation with my wife a while ago and and i used to uh donate to uh the weekend to end breast cancer and it was a 60 kilometer walk i had a friend that was involved in it and they would walk uh, the 60 kilometers over, I think it was a two day period and they would raise money. And I think I, I, I want to say over a hundred million dollars was raised in one year uh, for Thank research in, in, yeah. in cancer. And I know we've come a long way. There's, a, there's been a lot of development in, in, in cancer research and, and uh, I guess the medications and drugs and, and what they can yeah. do to help it. Um, but I, I just always wonder how it hasn't been just eradicated or cured or whatever it is with all this money that's been raised. We share in that wonderment King. It's like, mm -hmm. yo, come on now. Like, are we, are we, are we doing something wrong? Like what, what, what are we doing? Like, come on, we put in a lot of energy. There's a lot of, you know, sentiment behind it. There's a lot of money behind it. Like, come on, let, let's, let's go. Like, what do we, what else do we have to do? So I hope we do figure, you know, these things out so we can all live healthy, vibrant lives. Yeah. I want that for all of us. Yeah.
everybody should be, you know, healthy, happy, and just be able to just live life the way it's intended to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want, you know, that for all of us. And I'm, I'm willing to, you know, lend my energy and efforts to make that happen as much as possible. Yeah. So that's how I got involved with it years ago. I've been less involved with it recently, but, uh, you know, I still care about people. I still care about people. I, I, I find it's, it's hard because, you know, you, you kind of got to pick where you want to be, you know, which ones you want to help out and which ones you want to, you know, donate to and, and all this, because there are so many. And anytime you go to a grocery store or whatever, it's like, do you want to donate here? Do you want to donate here? Do you want to donate here? And it's like, right, when, right. where, where does it, where, where do you draw a line and not in a, in a bad way where it's like, I, I give so much to so many different charities, like, you know, what charities keep coming out and what's, who do I help? Who's most important? And you, you, you'll never be able to differentiate who's the most important out of all of this. I mean, I have now recently now I've prioritized now because I think unionizing strippers is a big cause for me now. And so that has sort of been I just thought about this last night, too, that that might be my charge for the next year or so. Just trying to get, you know, those adult entertainers unionized, because I think there there are some benefits in, um, you know, that. And that's the that's something that, there's a need there. So, you know, again, like you said, it, it depends on what your your passion is. Yeah. And so that's that's a passion of mine just as of last night. Yeah. OK, so and for all the names. that, So we'll get back into like the people that you have worked with uh, on set um, and don't want to put anybody down or anything like that. But do you have a favorite person that you've worked with? Let's put people down. Come on. Some yeah. people deserve to be brought down a peg <laughs> because we're, we're looking for we're looking for the Adam Bush one. Right. So Adam can listen to this. <laughs> No, uh, that whole thing, uh, that whole minute at work, like uh, we were blessed to have like a nice core four that uh, got along. Like we, we, I feel like, you know, we rocked on set together, but we'd also spend time together offset. So, you know, if you felt any sort of like chemistry from the show, it, it, it was, I think it was real. Um, and then as soon as you asked me that question, initially what jumps out, jumps out in my mind is uh, uh, I was blessed to work with a, uh, Jimmy Khan, James Khan, for like four years on a show called Las Vegas. And um, to work with this, you know, icon and this legend uh, was great. And he was so funny, like a great uh, storyteller um, and, a, you know, a real talent and a real sort of actor's actor. And he, he always tried to fight for the integrity of the show. And that's something I appreciated about him. And then personally, too, we had a little you know, a little interaction where he 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 literally took me under his wing and shepherded me when I was, you know, hurting about something personal I was going through. And and so this is someone that, it, you know, a memory that is still dear to me. So I I really appreciate my time with him. And and you also got to work with J.K. Simmons. Uh, how was that working with him? J.K. is a beast. Yeah. J.K. is a real beast. Like like I think he and um, Brecken Meyer had a relationship. That's why we were fortunate enough to work together on a minute work, but JK is like, okay, who, who can I equate him to? Just somebody who like, you know, is like plugged in, works hard, super professional. And, and it's just an, an Uber talent. I, I mean, just craziness to me. It's I'm, I'm trying to find a sports analogy to him. Maybe, I don't know, maybe he's a LeBron James type. That's somebody who I sort of get, you know, I feel like who just works hard. And it's just like this exceptional talent. Like JK is, he's the real deal. Well, it was it was funny to see him on the show because we were like, OK, we, we saw him. He was in Spider-Man as well. Right. In the uh, mm -hmm. in the Marvel Universe. And then we were like, oh, he's on the show, too. I was like, this is great. So, um, yeah. of course, we, we recognize Danny from the 70s show. 
Um, yeah. And then uh, Adam was actually on uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, yeah. That was a big one for him, uh, where a couple of our podcasters actually recognized him from there when we had him as a special guest because we didn't actually tell who was coming on. We were like, this is going to be a surprise for everybody. Nice. And then a couple of them surprised uh, were, were um, actually said, oh, yeah, I remember him from uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So nice. I was like, OK, I know these guys from uh, Men at Work because I was like, we we watched <laughs> that a lot. So I was like, that's a it's a great show. So, yeah. um, OK, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, right. but, uh, you, um, super busy over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, are you, are you big on social medias or anything that you want to give out, uh, where people can find you, follow you, anything like that? Uh, no, 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 not really. Uh, if I would like to leave any, uh, uh message to anybody, it's like, yo, can we please just be tolerant and loving towards each other and respectful towards, towards each other and sort of support each other in, in all of our each in our individual journeys in life. Yeah, I 100% agree. Love that. Uh, love that statement. Uh, usually people give out their social media. I love if people give a positive message. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like I said, uh, maybe in the future, we'll get uh, you and Adam on together. Um, maybe that. we'll even get uh, Michael Cassidy on the show as well. We can see if we can that that too. as well. So uh, yeah. have a whole men at work conversation. Because uh, yeah, that's I love a that. great show. So I'll talk to Adam, see if we can set something up as well. Uh, I got okay. you on uh, my email now, so I'll, uh, I'll get in contact with you as well. I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. I was looking forward to it all day today. Actually, since you've messaged me back when uh, when I got the email the first time, I said to my wife, Gibbs got back to me. You know, I was like, <laughs> I was like, we're going to do the show. And she was like, oh, that's awesome. So, yo, King, uh, I appreciate you. Yeah, thank so you. it was really, really Thanks cool. So, yeah, so thank you very much for coming on. That's going to do it for today's episode. As always, stay safe, be kind to each other, and we will see you later. And with that, peace. Hot Turkey.